it's time for Measure Twice. Hello, welcome to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini with, along with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential and you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with a shower, showroom, not a shower room, a showroom. <laughs> Now open in Granger, next to C. Kramer Interiors. And don't look at me like that. There's no shower room there. You can't go. Well, they... No. No. I don't not think that so. I know of. Yeah, not I that I know so. of. Um, <laughs> do that at home. And who's your hardwood floors? Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. Although there, that has a nice ring to it. A shower room. Doesn't it? You've built shower rooms before, right? Shower, like a whole room that's a shower? Yeah. No. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> it's called the locker room. <laughs> yeah. yeah so just, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> that would be weird. But there are there are showers that are big enough that... There are wet room. rooms, which has the tub-shower combined in, within a space. Oh, that's cool. Kind of silly if you ask me. I, yeah, <laughs> I, just, I, I don't, don't understand it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, uh, what do you mean? It's just like a room that can get... Wet. All wet. The whole yeah. thing, yeah. Hopefully the tub is showers in an enclosed... Yeah, I think... A, Usually behind glass. Yeah. Just weird. I think... I think... Ten years ago we talked about something. I was visiting a home in Dallas, Houston, Texas, and the guy's entire bathroom. It was like a little locker room, but it was really nice. It was like... Nice. But it was definitely... <laughs> I, I can't explain it. It wasn't like a locker room at right. all. It was very... Nice. Very, 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 <laughs> what is that called? Bespoke. <laughs> right? I mean, it was pretty cool, but you could probably go in there with a fire hose and it wouldn't matter. You right. Know what I mean, it takes a lot of work. Got to seal everything. But yeah, that's a lot of work. I bet. I don't, not sure he cared because I don't think he did. <laughs> but, you know, it was nice. It was interesting. But you couldn't tell where the shower started and stopped. Right. I mean, yeah. like, you, like that corner over there, you know, was the shower. No tub. No tub. Just, just, but it had, he had, uh, the two, and I'm trying to remember, it was a long time ago, but he did have two sinks. Um, they had multiple shower heads mm-hmm. in there. Um, his whole house was kind of interesting. You know, like just, it wasn't a house, it was a condo, you know, like oh, a, sure. it's a three story townhouse. townhouse type thing. Um, and he had, Two bathrooms that I remember. The one downstairs was also interesting because it was all like it had half wall, like almost like a public restroom. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> that was weird. And uh, he had a bidet. I think we talked about that. And I was like, I don't, don't know how they operate. So you know, did what Can my you come fr- show me. <laughs> I, I didn't have it. Might be my first time at the away bidet. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh my God. No takers. Um, But anyway, that was, uh, that's like the wet room, I suppose. But you know, we talk about that all the time. We used to talk about the mud room with um, Joel's favorite floor, epoxy. Oh yeah, for sure. If everything could be epoxy. (laughs) We could just epoxy the world. There'd be no more war. That's true. It's the key to peace. That and love. <laughs> love and epoxy. <laughs> epoxy is crazy stuff, though. It is. It is sticky. 
I mean sticky. Until it dries. Right. Then it's slippery. Unless you put grit in it. But boy, until it dries, it'll stick. You're it's sticking to whatever it touches. That's for oh, yeah. sure. That is like it means business. But the epoxy floor on a mudroom, we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Where you could do that, but you'd have to put grit in it. Or, oh, yeah. Right. And then there's no way to make grit comfortable, so that's no longer a barefoot floor. <laughs> right? Am I I'm I it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be overbearing where it's like sandpaper. You think about tile. A lot of tile floor most floor floor tile is got a little bit of something in it that, that to make it non slick. Right. Right. And actually feels good. Like it kind of feels like cool, you know. Yeah. Neat. You're right. You're right. You could probably do that. When you, you haven't epoxied anything though lately, we it hasn't come up. So I'm just assuming. It's car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got an epoxy suit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just warm fitted to <laughs> tough to get into. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about today, or what was on the docket, uh, so because we blew it last week, huh. we just didn't even talk about it. Was the whole idea of repurposing. And not just like repurposing, you know, taking something and using it for something different, but like taking rooms and repurposing rooms that existed, like the whole gamut of it. But it all started with um, a friend of mine took their counter, you know, uh, redid their kitchen and they reused um, their cabinets. So they kept their cabinets Mm -hmm. intact, um, but they got a new sink. They got a, um, what did they do? They took, they, they took the sink cabinet, right. And repurposed it. Meaning they didn't have, that was no longer the sink. They kind of took where the sink was moved that area. and moved it, but didn't put a sink back in it. Right. And they repurposed it and they put the, um, the hidden microwave in it, mm. the drawer, the drawer, mm. and they built it. They took the front off, put a drawer right. in, like mm-hmm. did all this work, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, and that's 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 a good use of it. And then they, um, what was really neat, so I they which don't I have a sink now. No, I was, let me just tell you, oh. that, I, I, what, now here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna talk about this thing, and then we're never gonna go back to repurposing. Uh-huh. I'm just saying it out loud right now. <laughs> but um, their island that they, you know, mm-hmm. was part of the remodel because they didn't really. Let me just say, they didn't like tear apart their kitchen yeah. and you, you don't necessarily did, have to. Yeah. They just did like countertops, new stove uh-huh. and, you know, just added some counter. Just give right. it a fresh refresh. Yeah, that's what they did. Um, but the, the island is completely different style than the other cabinets. Like it's, it's like the, the cabinets they took out are kind of dark, dark wood mm-hmm. and they have white. Mm-hmm. In the center, and I thought contrasted was, the island, mm-hmm. and the countertop in the center. The countertops are all, I want to say, they could be like a walnutty color. Like I can't remember. They they were pretty dark. I thought they were a little dark for being on dark, but it's kind of neat looking. And then the the countertop in the middle is like this green, like emeraldy. Mm-hmm. Not not it's not light green like an Elmer, but like a dark. Yeah. But it looks cool. It looks milky, like a milky yeah. green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really neat. Like, wow, that's yeah, totally like the different. Contrast. But it's, I think, is that in style now? Is that is like everybody doing that? Or is that like. Been around. Yeah. Um, thought, Not new. 
It's not new. It's not a new kind. New for me because I was like that was just different. They did have the waterfall countertop too, okay. where the mm-hmm. thing went down, and they yep. um, because it was a different um, slab of granite, right? He's he was like, yeah, we had to buy the whole <laughs> piece of granite, yeah. so. Use it. Gonna, yeah, he said it was going to cost us the same. You know, like we yeah. had it, so yep. we—that's why. If you don't, they're going to sell it as a remnant. So exactly. So he was like, it really wasn't that much more to to have that, right? Um, and it really looked neat. It was a really cool idea. Um, and then the other thing they did was they took the doors off the. They put different doors on the cabinets, so they have glass doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little old fashioned, like a little. I wouldn't want it on all of them. It's not on all of them. I don't right? think so. It's nice to accent, break up the wood. By yeah, it's cabinet. definitely not on all of them. And it's not on any of the lower ones. So I'll just like... like yeah, I right, yeah. Put them, I wouldn't put them on the, on the lower break no. cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know you kick them in eventually. <laughs> right. My knee would break something. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. thought it was a pretty neat idea, though, um, to, to repurpose the, the cabinet, the, the sink cabinet. And it took a little bit of engineering. So they put the sink in the island then? Yeah, the sink. The okay. sink was already in the island. They didn't move plumbing, so the sink oh. was already there. That's where the sink was, was in the island. Yeah. So they just didn't change it. They have big space, so it was like they they really didn't need to gut anything, and it wasn't right. really old. But just wanted to update it. They just yeah like. yeah. And they did have to. Um, they got a little. They had the tiniest refrigerator. That's right. We've actually talked about this same kitchen before, but just in the size of refrigerators. Because they have this giant kitchen, and their refrigerator was like twenty eight inches. I mean, it was uh, it was oh. like an apartment. Like it was almost like a like an RV. A little mini, little mini fridge. Like it a, was like a mini fridge. <laughs> it looked like somebody took a mini fridge and just made it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. And he was like, "This is crazy." They have like three kids. He's like, "This is crazy." They had like little refrigerators everywhere. Like, right. <laughs> he's like, "This is this is ridiculous." Refrigerator drawers. Yeah, but to move their refrigerator to make space for the refrigerator everything moved right so that's well, yeah i mean yeah every single thing moved mm-hmm. um except for the island that stayed where it was going where where it was it's pretty pretty funny and they sold the refrigerator like instantly too as soon as it went on the market because oh, sure, of its yeah. odd size but when we come back let's talk about repurposing for real because this is it's the haunted subject <laughs> this is measure twice Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential, and you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom now open in Granger, right next to C. Kramer Interiors, where it should be nestled, if you will. <laughs> Uh, and who's your hardwood floors? Michigan is trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. The show is about repurposing today, and we're not going to repurpose the show for anything. Maybe a cure for insomnia. No. Um, but, you know, speaking of, of who's your hardwood floors, though, that is a natural repurpose nowadays, right? Or take, doesn't um, um, resale to the, no, no, who, what's the shop in uh, in Middlebury? Lipke. Cherry pickers. Cherry pickers. That's uh, Shipshawana. Shipshawana. Sorry, 
My bad. She, I knew she. What you were talking about, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where'd, you, where'd you say it was? Middlebury. I don't know Uh-oh. why. I don't know why. Everyone's um, going to go to Middlebury now looking for it. Yeah. No, it's in Shipshawana. Um, Ooh, you used the P word again. Yep. What'd you say? You used the P word again. Can you not say that? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Well, we didn't get in trouble last week. Oh, no. well then. Yet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we remind him like this, they'll remember yeah. to complain. <laughs> um, but he was repurposing barn wood, right? In everything. the flooring? Yeah, yeah, everything. I know he repurposes every yeah, single thing. I get it. You don't want to drop a penny in there. Yeah. Be- become a knob in like huh? two seconds. Uh, no, but he's repur- he repurposes barn wood to flooring, right? Flooring, yeah, cabinet, tree. Furniture. Pretty much anything you can build. Yeah. But I'm, where I was going with that was specifically like it's interesting flooring. That what his whole concept is repurposing. That yeah. is, he repurposes everything. It's a whole store of re- repurposing yep. every single thing yep. in there. There's no new section. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Newly repurposed. Newly repurposed. That's what you get there. That's it. Yeah. What a what an interesting character too, man. I'm, oh yeah. Good for him though. I mean, I, I'm I'm, you know, what a good story. Yep. Uh, we need to have him in here again. Oh, yeah. Remember when he came in and he was wearing, like, somebody else's shirt? Remember it had, yes. like, somebody else's name on yes. it? And I was like, if that's not the epitome of repurposing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and confusion. But otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of, that's and that's not salvage, right? That's, re, he's repurposing. Right. Yes. Um, He's not. He, he saves everything. Right. But salvage would connotate that it's going to maybe have the same exact purpose. Right. Somebody, you're, you're salvaging something and you're just going to sell it as is. He's, Sometimes. typically it's getting he'll, repurposed. He'll do that. Though. I mean, if you yeah, want to buy sure. it, this, he'll sell it to you. But the ultimate idea is to repurpose it into something else. Right. So taking a kitchen cabinet or, or a sink cabinet and making it into something else, he'd be like, oh, but I've done that. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, he's done it with crazy things. Oh, yeah. The, the trough, urinal trough made a sink out of it. Yeah. Yikes. They bleached it. <laughs> they did literally make, you know, those. Yeah. I'm not sure I would. I wouldn't go around telling people what it is. But he did. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to lie. But, no, him. I get it. The person who buys it. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you? What are you washing those dishes in? <laughs> You know, that might be a I little I think it was more of a vanity, wasn't it? I think it? it was. It was turned into a bathroom vanity. Yeah, I mean, Then you don't even need a toilet. That's, that's true. That's right. I was... Just a sink. <laughs> Just Joel's your like, vanity. What do you, what do I, wait a minute. Honey? <laughs> yeah. All the toilets are out. Only sinks. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is making phases. He's, he's got to move along on that. Yeah. yeah. But, but Cherry Pickers is a, is a case in point of, like, the ultimate in repurposing. Oh, yeah. And in my mind, my the most interesting... Everything's interesting in there, but the, the coolest thing to me is when you take something that's like a barn and you take the siding off the barn and it becomes flooring, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Or you take flooring from a barn and it becomes siding. Like, I think that's cool when it's like, yeah, oh, man, for sure. you know, and I think barns are disappearing, Oh yeah, like, you know, and it's, it's hard on, it's hard on us to think about that because it's, they're kind of. They're part of history, you know. Iconic. Yeah. Well, those are the things like, because we bought a property in the last year and we have an old barn on it. Had Todd Zeiger from Indiana Landmarks come out and look at it with us. 
just to give us an idea of mm-hmm. what he thought about it. And he was saying that they're just, it's one of those things that people don't save. Right. You know, they'll save a historic house, but not a barn. And so, we're yeah, we're losing those in a hurry. So how do you repurpose the barn? Well, first you have to make sure it's not going to fall down. I got to be honest with you. Some of these barns you look at, you're like, it's going to fall down. Yeah, some of them need to go. That's one of the reasons we had them is we wanted to know, like, what do you think? You know, structurally. Right. Ours is extremely sound. And And now you fortify it and now it becomes. it's a hundred and some years old. It's cool. Are there giant beams in it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a shame. That's a travesty when there's a barn fire and you lose that. Yeah. A good friend of mine lost his barn, uh, you know, 100-something-year-old barn. He had <clears throat> hay in there, and uh, you know, it was a tractor fire. He was putting gas, like, he, he's the first one to admit, he was like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. He he was in the doorway putting gas in the tractor, and it, he didn't know it was on fire because it doesn't have a flame. Right, that can happen, yeah. And uh, he was like, 15 minutes. The, it was and, yeah, it wasn't burned, you know, it wasn't finished burning, but in 15 minutes, the entire place was. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, I mean, that, that old dried out stuff, man, once it goes. Well, and hey, I mean, oh, talk yeah. about some great fuel. Yeah. yeah. And and it was, it. he was, two things really bothered him, you know, things can get replaced, right? Tractor, you know. Right. But he lost his dad's tractor. Oh. Right. And then he lost. The barn that was like right. part of the that property. History, yeah, I mean, and I don't know how much hay to to feed his animals, right. <laughs> but but he was really upset about like those two things. You just can't replace. Like right, there's yeah. no no such thing as remaking the hundred year old barn. He did save the um <clears throat> the um tin the uh, timbers um like that didn't burn that just heated superheated like kind of petrified so he he saved those he has those and he doesn't figure out what he's going to do with them but he's going to do something with them Mm -hmm. you know that was but pretty amazing gonna repurpose them he's gonna repurpose them but (laughs) he is i gotta call jim see what he's do what he did maybe by now he's probably done something it was like 15 years ago this happened so who knows but losing that barn was a big deal to him emotionally um so if you if you're thinking of getting rid of a barn like it needs to go Call somebody who reuses the stuff because right. it's really interesting stuff, and it's not knickknacky. You know, like there's all different hooks and stuff and little pieces of hardware, but the wood is still pretty decent, right, Joe? I mean, typically, generally. I mean, like some of it, some of it's going to be worthless, right? But a large portion of it is, yeah, right. Use reusable. How do you? How do you? Uh, have you been approached, Chris, with people who are like, I gotta. I have this stuff that I just want to, I want to put it in my house because it's meaningful to me. Like, how do you fit that stuff in? Cause usually that's like heirloom furniture or something. Right. Not, I mean, I've been on projects where they've been remod- a remodeling project and that there were some beams in the ceiling that they took out to open up a wall. Right. And they kept thinking, what are we, they had a fireplace that didn't have a mantle. And they kept thinking, what can we do with the fireplace? What can we do with the fireplace? I said, why don't we use the beams and the corbels that were that you took down and do a mantle? So we used that as the mantle. It's we wrapped neat. it around. Out of, took the old, beautiful old, they were like hand-hewn beams. 
wow. and corbels, and that's what we did to. They do. still have like the tradesmen's marks on them yep. when they were like yep. cutting uh, them yep. and stuff. So we repurposed those on and use them on the fireplace rather than throwing them away. Are they super hard to cut if they're that old? Do they get like hard to to get through? Like when they're just a hundred year old beam? Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, it, they're big. <laughs> they are <so> heavy. <laughs> cutting cutting can be a little bit of a trick, but it's not like typically the wood's not. Well, that's not necessarily true. If it was put in green, which a lot of times it was, with the tight grain, it it can get really hard. When you say put in green, just tell us what you mean by that. Uh, it wasn't kiln dried. They cut it down and used it right away, pretty much. And that wood gets hard. Like that, that gets that like, gets hard. Right. Why is it because when it evap when the moisture evaporates, it just keeps condensing on itself? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. And then and then you have you know the super tight grain on those things that you don't really get anymore with new lumber. We've talked about that before, right. but like steel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flexible steel too. <laughs> like right. It, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but you reusing that stuff is a is a great idea. See that growing up where I'm from, there's always stuff from old boats in people's houses. Okay, like yeah. they've taken mm-hmm. like stuff, like whatever from grandpa's boat, <laughs> you know, and and they've put it in there because boats don't last; they just don't. Mm-hmm. Especially wooden boats from the 20s, you know. Yeah, so that's pretty. Cool. When we come back, more repurposing. This is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. You're listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with a showroom now open in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michigan's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. It's getting me... Chris off the air was talking about a 1600 a house from the 1600s that they were using green wood to rebuild the to kitchen. rebuild. Can you can you imagine having a 16 year old 100 year old no. anything? <laughs> like, it know. was it was a it was this is a show that it follows people who are restoring properties in England and it the house was beautiful. I mean it was really great shape um for as old as it was but they were restoring the kitchen, which was a separate building. The kitchen yeah, that, wasn't that's crazy to think about too, you know, like that was, this, so this was like a manor. Yeah, exactly. But they, cause the kitchens were never attached because of fire. Right. Desert. Cause that if makes the kitchen sense. went up, the whole house would go up. And that was probably relatively common. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, they were, so they, yeah, they did, they cut, they, they bought a tree, an oak tree from a neighboring property that was over a hundred years old and they had to plane it on site. They had to cut the beam literally out of this huge trunk. Wow. It was cool. It was really interesting to watch. That's a use of green wood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean like, or it was, because it, it will. It, they grow. said it would shrink and fit over time better than if it was a cut kiln dried piece of lumber. Wow. That's pretty neat. It is. There's, there's, <clears throat> there are lost arts that it sounds like they're just using again. Cause then you talk about 
plaster with feathers, which is yeah, we're mixing lime plaster with feathers and applying it. And the feathers help hold the. It's like a binder. Yeah, it's yeah. a binder. And I was like, I have never seen that before. I've seen straw mixed in plaster, right. never feathers. <laughs> I that, wonder what kind of texture it gave it. It was beautiful. They showed it. Um, Did you see the feathers? Like, was it? No, no, nope, they're disappeared. But the the texture of the walls were. It was beautiful. It's a technique you can't. You cannot duplicate it with modern day plaster. You just have to do the old school. Old school. And oh my gosh, it was beautiful. N- not to get sidetracked though, but Chris, when you look at a wall, is there such thing as a wall that can be like too smooth? Don't you need some kind of texture? I don't mean texture like stucco, but I mean some dimension to a wall. Doesn't that make it better? Like, like, like if it looked like this countertop, it would be kind of weird, right? This room's well, this too slick. Sh- no, I mean that, that's new construction drywall is pretty smooth. I, I was like like a little like d- d- something to uh, give it more depth. Than yeah, just flat paint. And I don't mean like popcorn ceiling type. No, stuff. I just <laughs> I mean like just like ever, you know, just like just a little dimension to. It. Maybe that's just me, but I I think it might be. It might be. I'm the only one. That's your thing. I'm never comfortable in a room because they're too smooth. <laughs> Most people want smooth walls. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm making it sound like I want. I I want like. Stuck Sounds up. like you like the orange that. peel. Like when when somebody paints. No. And it's not that good. No. It's good wallpaper. No, yeah, I don't. I don't mean orange. Pe- yeah. By the way, living in the Southwest for a long time, orange peel is a thing. Oh yeah. Like it's on a lot of walls, and it's, I don't like. That's not what I mean. It's more like. Just a little bit of texture. Can't. Eh, maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. I'm going to go home and feel my walls now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do a blindfold or close your eyes. But you know what? Maybe it's like I don't like it shiny. Like I want it. You want flat. Flat. That's why yeah. most walls are flat. Yeah. I think that's really. Maybe I'm confusing that. Maybe I'm just confused. Maybe. It could be too. It may be. Probably. Most likely, actually. <laughs> We're all just living in a I'm Just fog. trying to figure out how he. Could repurpose his walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my walls are floors. My floors are walls now. There you go. Um, but you, when you talk about going back in time, though, 1600 years, that's like the ultimate. Everything was repurposed back then. There was no, you know, the main, there, you couldn't just go to the store and just get the thing that replaces the thing. It was all made. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. true. Very true. So I would think that there are. You know, there's a reason why there's wash buckets with flowers in them, and there's, you know. Yeah, use what you had. Yeah, or a lot of things looked very similar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there was not a lot of difference, right? We were talking about 1,600 years old. The I was watching a show where this family had, like, the family fence, and it was, like, a 1,000 years old. Wow. But it was not a fence. It was, like, a stone fence. Stone wall. Right, stone yeah. wall. Stone wall. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah, every... You know, every hundred years or so, two hundred years or so, we got to put more rocks on it, and so it, so they like did the the ultrasound of the the earth and things like twenty feet into the ground. Yeah, you know where their ancient ancestors started and it just you know melted into the earth, but they kept putting it on top. It's pretty cool. Like you know, it's kind of it's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And if you, I haven't ever been there. You've been to Europe though, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Did you see Hadrian's Wall? Mm-mm. When it's really like just a mound, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like there it was. 
you know, but it, back in the day, yeah. it was like it was a wall. Feet, yeah. yeah. But now it's like you can run over it. I haven't been and seen it, but I've just seen pictures. But those are kind of neat features. They're not necessarily repurposing, but back in the day, stuff was repurposed. And I think that like you, like with your barn or with some of the houses that you restore, you're definitely, you, I would think Joel, that you have repurposing in mind when you go to a, an older house. Oh yeah. You try, you, you have to try, especially like with old trims and details and stuff like that. You have to try to figure out how to use those as much of it as you can. Right. I think we, or save it. Right. If you can't use it, save it yeah. for the next don't th- just discard it right put it away because it could be you repurpose it at some other point in time. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that's smart because you, you're, you, you never know when that's going to happen. You know, well, I mean, my house is almost 200 years old and I had to move some things in the basement. I found, I literally found boxes of knobs and hinges and, things of that nature that I didn't know was there. And also some old, old, old trim pieces with the original colors. Oh, that's cool. So, and they saved all of that. And it was like, Oh, this is really, so this is what that looked like. (sighs) Yeah. Neat. And so like 200, like, or 150 year old trim. Is that your time? Yeah. Wow. That was painted a different color. And, but yeah, it was like, Oh, so that's the reference I have for the, what was originally here. So it was, it's, it was cool. So there, you can you imagine like the color differences that you experience today than you would had available to you 150 years ago. Well, so you didn't have every color you didn't available. Have latex paint, right? Right. right. Milk, m- milk, paint, milk maybe? paint. Yeah. What's milk paint? Is milk it literally paint. milk? milk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With pigment. Interesting. And you had not as many colors. Uh, no, they had. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, colors were, I mean, you didn't just have dyes that you could. Right. There, right. I mean, there are color. historic paint colors that you can purchase, but if you look at the realm of the spectrum of color now compared to that's, no, they didn't have as many options. The, yeah. There wasn't like a hundred different whites. Correct. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like you had, I, I was, yeah, there was still red, white, the, uh, Roy G. Biv still existed. Right. That's yes. not what I meant. I meant, but there's no, all this shading that we have is, yep, is kind of yeah. crazy. But they probably did it somehow. If they needed a lighter color, they probably figured it out. You just add more milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, what's cool is the Victorian homes where I grew up, they definitely used light. Like they knew where the light was going to hit yeah. the house and they used certain, certain colors like you never... You, you Maybe they, so I know a guy that his neighbor like was painting his barn for, I don't know, five years, just an older guy and would go out every now and again and paint and, and he, he would thin his paint with his beer. That's awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. You could tell like how thin it was getting as it was going. <laughs> or thick because he kept finishing the beer. Yeah. He just stayed up there. Yeah. But one of the things, the linseed paint. Oh, yeah. Linseed paint. Is far more durable and better than latex paint. We've talked about that here, I think, before. The linseed oil absorbs into the wood, wood. so moisture is repelled because it's in, the oil repels. Because that's something that you use for 
um, like butcher blocks and stuff too. Like yeah, linseed oil. Yeah, because it repels moisture. Right, and you use linseed oil on. Well, my father-in-law talked about like linseed oil on like door jams and stuff like that. Like, well, it's great for exterior on windows if you have wood windows. Yeah, any all the ex- he in his old house. That's yeah. it was I, all wood, so that's what he would do. And I was told using that linseed would, oil paint. I bet. Lin- I mean, I was told that it would last fifty years. Wow. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We're going to talk more about that when we come back. This is Measure Twice. Measure twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential, and you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom open in Granger, right next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at Hoosier Hardwood Floors. We're talking about repurposing, and some of the part of repurposing is not throwing out, right? Correct. That's part yeah. of it. Hold on and, to it. And part of repurposing is identifying something that probably doesn't need to be replaced. It might right. need to be a little little work done to little it. Little TLC. Right. Little, little TLC. TLC. And we're talking off air about Windows, but I think people need to hear. We're not gonna we're not gonna tell you how we got to this subject <laughs> yeah. off air, yeah. but we can tell you that. Just because your um, floors are old, just because your doors are old, just because your windows are old, right? That doesn't mean, that in and of itself, right, Chris, doesn't mean replace. Correct. Yes. And just the idea to think that you have to replace something because it's X years old, if it's still a good product, there's no reason to just replace it. Maybe right. you need some parts. Maybe it needs, you know, have somebody come over and redo your, if it's windows, maybe you just need a few little tweaks to the mechanisms to make them functional again. But there's, if they're sealed and they're not, you know, you don't have the moisture between the glass, there's no reason to just replace the replace. Yeah. So and some of those. Well, Chris we're is talking t- about windows there. Bro. Right. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, because well, Windows is one of those things, like people will think, "Oh, I have to replace them," and you don't necessarily have to. Especially older windows. We were talking off air, and I was talking about a house that we had worked on that had, like, almost they had to be close to first generation Anderson windows that still operated beautifully. They now we we had done some work on them, but if you were to take those windows out and replace them, it's never going to look the same. You d- it, it 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 would be impossible to still have that same look because they're just not the same anymore. <laughs> and there are, I'm, and, and I'm, not that they would look bad, right? But and that's not to say if the windows don't get to a point where they do need to be replaced. Right, yeah. I'm not saying that because it that does happen too. But if you invested or you bought a home or you built a home and you put in a good quality window, they should last decades. Yeah. Right. Especially with the upkeep. Yeah. Right. And I we're talking about my friend who had casement windows that are, I mean, they have to be 60 years old. Yeah. I, I mean, I would think. Because uh, they're original. I don't know what the brand was, but the person who came, because he was just going to replace the windows, just 
get yeah. rid of them and put new ones in because because they were old. Yes. You know, like just because they were old. And the guy who came over, good dude, just, you know, window guy, not a big company, was like, I don't know, man. You know, you just what Joel said. No, you're not going to get this. This is not, we're not going to be able to get what these are, and there's nothing wrong with them. And my friend was like, well, that one doesn't open anymore. And so he just took it apart, and he's like, see all the gears in there? I think it was gears, but whatever. He's well, like, if it was casement, then probably. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that. these are, we'll just put different ones of these in here. And if you, when your glass breaks, these are designed to replace the glass. That, you know, that's not, not all windows are designed to replace the glass. Some, you break the glass and you get a new window. Yeah. <laughs> like these, we can just put different glass in. And if you're worried about insulation or an R value, we'll just make a decision on the glass because yeah. I can do that. Right. Exactly. And not affect the window. And he did. He polished them up. I, that's when we were talking off air. He polished those case, casement windows up and they looked new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked really good. Windows actually can be, there are companies that specialize in taking your old windows out, completely taking them apart, cleaning, reglazing, whatever it needs, putting them all back together and then reinstalling. So there are companies that specialize. That's a special. Mm-hmm. Now you you can repurpose windows too, right? You can, you can take a window, like if you're taking a window out, that's fine. And you're, you, you can use them somewhere else or you, or you can actually take a window out and you want to change the style of that window, add mullions or whatever, they can take that and reuse the material from that window, add other materials with it to re- completely re- right. make you a custom window that matches whatever you want to do. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So they're still using the original parts just in a different way. Yeah. And I've seen in, in Philadelphia, there are some... Um, I guess some homes had stained glass commissioned in the colonial period, right? Yeah. So they have these stained glass. You might just look at a regular house, not a church. Like, and they'll have like a stained glass yeah. something somewhere. Yeah. yeah. A lot I see um, where that window was replaced with a real window, right? For some reason, maybe it broke or something like that. But then you go in the house and it is like hanging on the wall. Yeah. Like that's the window. But they took the glass part and repurposed it as art, kind of like the mantle. That's super common. I've seen that a lot because, unfortunately, they're, well, they're tremendously expensive to insure. I know people that have removed them as the window because they were like, I can't, if that breaks, now I'm, so they were, they removed it and saved it and put a different window there. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about that, but. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I know, like, a Frank Lloyd Wright house, because he did a lot of stained glass, leaded glass. Those windows are priceless, because right. they're one of a kind. Right, right. It fits for that one house, but they can be taken out, restored, and then put back put in. Put back in. And I think this is similar. They're not Frank Lloyd Wright. They're way older than no, Frank Lloyd right. Wright. They predate him, but still, there's value there. And uh, But they can be taken out, restored. Leaded, Releaded, right? Yeah, I I feel like when you get into like those really historic homes, there's a lot of opportunity for repurposing things. It, 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 absolutely, yeah. You almost have to. 
nope. because you can't get new pro new product doesn't fit an old house, a historic home. Right. It just looks different. It just, just it looks different. You you can pick it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, you can your eyes go right to what isn't ancient. Right. Right. Correct. You know. I feel like the did they you said you'd found trim in your house that was from like the original. Huh? Is trim different nowadays? Do they are there is there trim that's just like yeah that's a two hundred year old style of trim. Oh my, like, there's it's, my trim is not like anything. No, you can't. I mean, you you pretty much have to have something matched to what's there. They have to custom mill it. Yeah, typically. My trim was made on site. <laughs> By hand, probably. By hand. Yeah, so the profile is unlike anything. You'll, you yeah. can't go to Menards and yeah. get this profile. Even if you try layering it, you're not going to get it. No. Really? So you have a die cut, which is a certain expense. Probably mm-hmm. the most expense. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're you're anywhere from six to 800 bucks for the knife. And then, and then you're getting the, the wood. And it just depends on the wood, but even then, like, it's depending on the how much you're running, it's still not going to be as much as the knife See, itself. If, if I had to do that, I would have a bunch of it made in store. That would make sense. Yeah. For future, because you don't want to go through that more no. than one time. No. But, yeah, I, you know, I when we're talking about repurposing, I just want to mention that we just did a project. Um. And it was a lower level on the lake. They didn't want to change anything. They didn't want new cabinets. They didn't want new flooring. They didn't want to go through all of that expense. So we used what was there and built around it. You did. You were. You did the diplap, mm-hmm. and we just painted everything. So basically, that was a repurpose. We didn't alter footprints. We didn't change cabinetry. We didn't take out floors. All we did was go in with fresh paint and change the entire look of everything. Really? That's and it, it can even change the way the space. Oh my gosh! Oh, it feels, it, it right? felt totally different. Night and day different. Right. And we didn't. And so I, I consider that a repurposing project because we didn't have to alter. We didn't have to throw anything out. We didn't have to tear out cabinetry. Right. We reused. We're just basically used to everything that was existing. Exactly. Well, thanks for listening. This is Measure Twice. Podcasts by Federated Media.